Your reasons for listening to this show, well, those are your own. But just keep in mind that the views, information, or opinions expressed on the Tuttle Daily Podcast are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of our sponsors. Yeah, it's called free speech, people. Nobody's forcing you to listen. One-of-a-kind shades made to order by Vaporshades.com. Vaporshades designs the outer layer of the sunglasses just like a wrap on a car. They customize your sunglasses, marbling the paint. The end result is no two pair of sunglasses are alike. Yours will be completely unique to you. Check us out at Vaporshades.com. Use promo code TUTTLE for 15% off your entire order. Get ready for your daily dose of TUTTLE. Uh, the all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp, it's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. No wonder nobody likes you, Tuttle. Everything's a goddamn debate. All right, guys, welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I don't sound as good as this next gentleman. I don't even know. It's like, you know, women, when they go to the bar, they always bring one ugly chick with them to make themselves look prettier. <laughs> and now having this guy on, he's in a real studio. I can actually see him right now. He's got all the foaming. He's got it looking nice. My uh, production guy, Josh Kale. What's Josh? How are you, man? Hey, Tuttle. Thanks for having me on, buddy. Good to be here. <laughs> oh, shut up. God damn it. <laughs> I, I, I love it. You know what's funny? I, I, I thought I had a great piece of equipment there. I knew I was like, I just grabbed it anyways. The guy was going to throw it out. And you were basically like, you might oh, as yeah. <laughs> that is a doorstop. <laughs> I, I think how old was that thing anyways? That looks like circa like uh, late 80s, I would say. Uh, good thing it was free, though, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly. So, uh, Josh, before we start, tell people if they want to hire you to do any voiceover work, because I got to tell you, the only reason a, a lot of podcasts see a lot of people spend a lot of equipment on podcasting and stuff. And a lot of yeah. people don't know what I how I do this show. They think I'm bullshitting them when I say that I do this on an iPhone eight. <laughs> but I mean, I think I mean, you as a production guy, like, I think the sound of my show is actually pretty good with what I'm working with. Wouldn't you say, dude, it's really good. And that just speaks to um, consumer grade electronics in like the last five or 10 years, like literally for a couple hundred bucks, eh, more like 500. You can get professional studio sound out of stuff you can buy on Amazon for three, four or five hundred bucks like back in the day it used to be you know you had to have an agent and then you had to have uh, have access to a studio and then there was these big giant studios well all that equipment is because of technology and mass production in china it, mm -hmm. it's right at the it's right at your fingertips and i mean that's and that's why your 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 sound just goes directly from a mic right into your phone yeah yeah i uh i use a road me dash l uh directional microphone that plugs into the lightning port onto right. my phone yeah. and then and then i had you know, not many people this would cost people a lot of money dan stone actually helped me rough in my compressor settings uh for post-production right so i i thought that was really really cool and then i played around with it a little bit more but to have a guy like dan stone to be able to like oh rough in a legend your compressor, yeah. yeah like it was amazing and i know a lot of people 
don't even know who Dan Stone is, but he yeah, is, just audio nerds like us. <laughs> yeah, but he uh, he is he is the voice of real radio, a lot of stations, Tom and Dan as well, too. And the guy has he did, yeah, of all the, of real radio. Um, he must do other stuff like nationwide. I'm sure he's yeah, in he the does. market, like every major market, probably across the US. Yeah. What do you what do you think a guy like Dan and Stone's making? Oh, he's got to be pulling in at least half of 300 400 like he's i'm not saying he's making millions but he's well into six figures he's got to be at his status i would think now let me ask you when it comes to production guys you know the voiceover guy is just the voiceover guy but dan also is a production genius though like he can yeah exactly he's good with music and stuff i remember one time it was an old promo of um russ because russ you know when he first started in radio he would he would make some flubs and dan stone took like some of his greatest flubs and turned it into like a dance <laughs> like a dance mix or whatever nice. and, and and we were in a production meeting and russ was like um hey you know can you do uh one of those promos again like you did isn't there like some like special filter you put it through and dan was like no i actually I had to do that by hand like russ russ actually thought like dan had like this like special like machine or something that was doing that like no um that took that's his voice that's his voice exactly and he, he has was one of them, he was one of the <laughs> yeah very blessed and and that's that's another thing i i talked about this last night radio back in the day uh you the, the mystique of not knowing what the person looks like now exactly. now yeah. now on radio because what everybody does it when you hear a guy on the radio for the first time you you get an image in your head do you do you do that as well too yeah 100 percent. like uh, i mean or even you like before i knew what you looked like i used to oh, listen to you guys only... back in the day through uh like i i think it was it wasn't when sirius xm were together it was just xm I remember i had the xm radio yeah and yeah i, I pictured you know you dan tom ross i had you know i had no until the website came out right and they started doing blogs and stuff i had no idea what you guys looked like that i figured you were a 300 pound black man is what i was thinking so <laughs> i'm i've been wrong there i don't know you you know what though what would have been a funny bit back in the day like before everybody knew what people looked like is if if they had like people do sketches and stuff uh, like you know how they have police sketch artists, but like, yeah, see what they look like. Describe yeah. what you think this person looks like, and then like see what people would come up with. I I think that would be brilliant. But That's a good now bit. everybody everybody knows what everybody looks like. So let's get into <laughs> it. If people want to hire you, because I got to tell you, man, my show sounds so much more professional because of you and, and i can't thank you enough for yeah that. thanks buddy i appreciate it yeah you just go to my website just it's called jcvoiceover.com jcvoiceover.com and there's just a just a base it's pretty basic uh the website just uh, has my demo reel on there and then a contact form if you if you, if you want to get a hold of me i've been doing freelance voiceover probably about uh 10 years now i've been doing it you want something I never told you? So, did you know back way back before I got into being a paramedic and doing anything like that? I almost get into radio. I worked at a bar. I was a bartender. Good choice. And yeah, they they liked the they liked the sound of my voice. And then I actually went. In, it was just this local, you know, shit radio station. Uh, it might have even been AM. No, they hit AM FM. But anyway, I went in and I did a few promos. And like I was, like, Jesus, radio thing's kind of cool. People recognize you. And I'll never forget, God, what was the guy's name? I can't remember the DJ. I can still see him. He was an old school, you know, early 90s DJ. And uh, he, he said, don't, 
He just, he told me straight up, do not get into radio. He said, run, run far away now. <laughs> so, oh, I man. <laughs> I mean, Jim Phillips used to tell people that all the time. I mean, he was like, if you're wanting to get into radio, like, just don't do it. I mean, it's, but it, it's, you know, people think radio is the rat to broadcasting. It, <laughs> it, it, it kind of, we kind of are, but I've talked to so many, I'm friends with so many of the local TV media people. Right. And they're actually jealous of what we get to do, FM talk radio and stuff like that, because, you know, they're just reading off of teleprompters and stuff like that. And they were like, man, we just wish we had the freedom to be able to just go off script. Yeah. Um, talk like a normal human being. <laughs> and have you ever noticed, have you ever noticed the professional broadcasters, like when something goes wrong, they're not really that great on their feet like Ex the teleprompter yeah, stops working exactly. or something they're done they can't dude i i felt so bad i was watching a football game it was a college football game and they lost speed to the main booth and they asked the sideline chick to like kind of carry about three or four minutes worth of time before <laughs> they could get it back up and running and i felt so bad man she <laughs> just was stumbling. just like yeah. A, yeah stumbling and and i'm not saying this just because she's a woman but it's like if you would have put me into that position, like if I was a sideline reporter, I would have been like, hell yeah, this is my chance. I'm going to, I, you know what? I'm going to do such a great job. They're not even going to throw it back up to the booth. Yeah, exactly. But um, the voiceover things, uh, this is, it's kind of radio esque, but it's kind of like you're just, uh, it's kind of like the unsung uh, position. I enjoy doing it. It's funny, the more I do it now, I actually enjoy, like when I do production pieces for you, I enjoy. Enjoy the editing um, end of things more so than just actually reading the promos. Well, so. dude, you know, like you can get as creative. Like if you ever, I don't know, do you, do you listen to the show? Uh, dude, I was just listening to your Mark Miro interview like, right before we went on. Interview great interview, by the way. It was great. I haven't heard from Mark because I'm, I'm not in that that world anymore, you know, with Russ mm -hmm. and the monster. So I, I haven't heard. From, uh, mm -hmm. I always love oh, Mark boy. Miro. Yeah. Oh, I haven't boy. heard from him for a long time. We'll have to talk off the air a little bit. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, so so, do you remember, not a lot of people, I, I wish I could play audio back and forth. Can you play audio on your end? Uh, not through, no, not where I'm at right uh, say, say, I say, I, I, I got to get to a place because I'm wanting to do a mobile podcasting studio. That is my idea. Yeah. Like, get an old van or something, like a Sprinter van, and just got it. Put some radio furniture in there, put a small little board, uh, some mic set up, you know. That's a great some, idea. I No, and just go around and cover events and then get my sponsors. I could treat it like a NASCAR. Like after at the end of every podcast, you'd be like, man, that was a great podcast today. I got to thank such and such, <laughs> VaporShades.com. I got to thank my production guy, Josh Kale, for making me sound so good today. They gave me a hell of a ride today. And, and I just go through all the sponsorships and everything. I yeah, think exactly. it, I think it's. I think it's a brilliant idea. I'm sure it's been done, but I mean, think about that. I could be the first podcast. I couldn't visit all 50 states because I can't obviously drive to Hawaii. Yeah, um, that'd be a great idea. You know, the Tom and Dan, uh, that truck that they had, I think Sam was driving it for the longest yeah, time. Somebody I think that's else? available, buddy. It could be well, available. <laughs> no, but I want to get it wrapped like that. I even want to yeah, get it wrapped. I want to get the PT Cruiser wrap too. You know, yeah, you can get a sponsor. Sponsored. You could find yeah. a sponsor for that. Yeah. Yeah. As long as I'm driving it around, but, um, one of the quick questions, not a lot of people know this, but I, the reason I asked if you could play audio, the real radio jingle might be one of the most smart, standout 
cult-like things that it's known for. Like that, so familiar, that, yeah. It's so familiar, but I like the original one. And I'm not saying anything bad about Dan, but like they, I guess they asked him, and was like, hey, can you uh, like, you know, kind of update it, kind of make it sound jazzy, and they, they or or kind of like make thing. And I, when I ran the board and, and I got to put stuff into the, uh, the, uh, program, yeah. I always ran the original. I, I, I just, I didn't care. I liked the original, just plain one that they did and everybody, everybody recognizes it. And I, I wonder who wrote that and, and yeah. I'm, sure, I'm sure they did not get paid what, because they've been using <laughs> that not, thing, no. been using that thing for the beginning of real radio. That was sure. probably before you, wasn't it, Ted's? Like, just yes. uh, that Ooh. one, oh, 4.1. Like, those, yeah. like, who are those? I've, I've wondered that, too. I'm like, who are those singers? Who, who, who put this music together? Who composed it? Who are the singers? <laughs> and where are they now? Do, they, do you remember? Do, it's played do you remember, so often. Do you, yeah, but do you remember the production guy before Dan Stone Driscoll? I don't know if you've ever heard of no. that name. But there was a guy that they used before Dan Stone that, had, that was the voice of Ray. Video. and i guess oh, okay. it became too expensive and they were they just yeah. were like all right we got this amazing black guy with a great amazing voice let's use him and yeah and and that kind of kicked off and and you know dan spent time in chicago and stuff i know we're getting real nerdy we're um, going on real audio, audio stuff. Nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but um but up in canada though you're in canada right correct yeah nova scotia canada well what's the weather like up there right now because oh, right dude, now it is brutal here today I took my dog out for a walk this morning and okay, I got to convert it to Fahrenheit for you backwards Americans. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so it was probably like uh, 14 degrees Fahrenheit. Okay. So, but the way that I understand it, like your freezing is actually zero, right? Zero degrees Celsius. Yeah. That's so, freezing. So, so that's 32. Okay. Yeah. So, so it's like a 32 degree difference, right? If you're just doing the math on yeah. everything. Yeah, um, but it's it slides off like it kind of it's a sliding scale. It doesn't exactly. It's not like thirty two for thirty two. It, yeah, it's God weird. damn. You guys got to make everything so tough up there. No, you guys are making stuff tough by not switching to the uh, metric system like the entire what? world does. <laughs> Listen, you couldn't. Are... There's no way America could do it at this. Like, who could do that? Can Joe Biden hey, do it? <laughs> hey, no, but listen, man, we, we, I mean, I don't know for how long, but right now we're the only superpower in the world. So, yes, you guys should be bending to our American <laughs> will. But here's the thing, and I, I have, obviously, I've had this uh, discussion with many Americans. Um, your military and your healthcare system uses metric. So, come on. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that is, <laughs> yeah. That is true. Yeah, healthcare and military is all metric, so. I am actually, I'm actually sweating right now. It's hard for me to get my head around that. (laughs) Yeah, I think, I I think it's going to be almost 80 here today. Nice. Yeah, I know. So what else have you been up to, man? Where, where, give me an idea. I don't know, like uh, some other clients and stuff that you've worked with. Uh, A lot of the clients of mine have been nothing but impressed with some of your work. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the clients I get, uh, like I have my, my, my regulars, like I have, I have you and I've got another couple podcasts and then, uh, and, and I'm going to be working with Tom and Dan, uh, soon too, obviously not replacing Dan stone, but I'll be doing some stuff hopefully with, uh, Tom and Dan where I get most of my work titled is from uh, freelance websites. There's, um, like there's three or four big ones, voices.com, mandy.com bunny studio. And when I, uh, that's just one I use most, it used to be called voice bunny. And mm-hmm. now it's called Bunny Studio. So you go on there, you put your demo reel up. 
Uh, they're really stringent with as far as um, the quality of your sound. Just they want to make sure you're using decent gear, right? So when you send your demo reel into one of these freelance, like they, it actually gets run through a software program to make sure your sound's good. You do it. And then it's just kind of like working your way up to uh, get your profile ahead of the rest of the pack. Cause so there's so, anybody can do voiceover now, like literally anybody you got 500 bucks, a quiet spot in your house. Anybody can do freelance voiceover. Yeah, now, so, but no, 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 not, not everybody. I, I mean, there are a lot of people that have yeah. great voices, but they do not know how to project. They don't know how to give you the emotion that you need. Like, yeah, um, exactly. And, I, and I've taken some courses, like I've taken some, some online seminars with some pretty uh, well-known voiceover artists. Um, Bill Deweese, he's a, he's the big guy that I did. Oh, uh, Bill Deweese. Oh my God. Yeah. Him? Oh my God. How did you work with Bill Deweese? Oh, I paid $500. <laughs> nah, I, I was kind of being sarcastic. There. I was like, I, <laughs> yeah. I was acting like Bill Deweese. I was like, hell yeah, Bill Deweese. He sounds like a hell of a voice every guy. You've he, heard him on the, he's done reads for the NFL and PGA quite often. So yeah, he's up there. He's one of the big boys. Who is um, the most yeah, famous? Who is the most famous voiceover guy? It's got to be the movie voice guy, the the one that uh, did yeah, all, LaFontaine, like, the, Don LaFontaine, yeah. He, is he alive? No, dead. Don Don died. But don't they, so doesn't what's his face like pa Pablo Francisco or somebody? There's one of those comedians that tries to do like an impersonation of his voice. Yes, I've heard that guy. It's really good. But yeah, it's it's that's a good point. We, there's not a there's not a quintessential Don LaFontaine anymore, is there? As far as voiceover for Hollywood. No, uh, I, uh, what about the guy, see, uh, I forget his name, but the guy that used to like do the NBA, all the, uh, NBC like promos and stuff like yeah. NBA today and stuff. I remember yeah. that one. Who do you think has the best broadcast sports broadcasting voice? Um, what, what's his name? Kenny I'll Albert. Go. I really like Kenny Albert. Um, you know who I like? I like uh, Ian Dark, the guy that does uh, the uh, American soccer uh, games. I've always found that funny because him and Steve McMenamin used to call all the Manchester United games. But then, oh, okay. but then somehow they got Ian Dark to be like the voice of American soccer. And that I don't know. Are you even into soccer at all or no? I watch the World Cup. Oh, that's the last time. <laughs> okay, well, yeah. well, here I'll give you an example. When when the United States was playing Algeria, okay, uh, and the United States had to win that game, and they were in stoppage time, and it was one of the. It gives me chills every time I hear Ian Dark call that that, that play that when Landon Donovan hit that goal. It was it was just because you could you could hear the build up right. you know, when when when. When when uh, Howard threw in the ball, he's like, you know, and you can hear the build up, and the closer they get to the goal, he just gives those iconic. When you, when you when you think the greatest voice call sports would have to be the Americans beating uh, the Russians right. in hockey, probably right. I mean, that's one yeah. of the most famous sports calls. Yeah, definitely. You know who else is? Uh, since we're going all audio nerd here, is and I know you're into NASCAR, Tuds. Is the NASCAR radio broadcast? Podcast. Um, I have talked about this. That is unbelievable the way those guys do that. Like one in each corner, you know, an answer each corner, and the way they they just do never it, talk like, over flawlessly. Yeah, like just, I just unbelievable. They never <laughs> talk over just like I just did you, but yeah, not, not a, lot, a lot of people know this. And then, uh, did you know, like the main guy for the longest time on MRN, his name was Jim Phillips as well. Too. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah. Yeah, they had that, but um, yeah, those guys are so good, and and uh, you know what it is is like they, they never step over each other. 
because it's flawless. Like, they, it's flawless and there's no like dead space at yeah. all. Like, I mean, it's just back to back to back to back in the way that they call it. Like there's so much just excitement and emotion. You know, um, whenever I started in radio, when I worked with uh, Ron and Fez, Bennington yeah. told me, you know, explained, he's like, this is radio. When, you, when you're out on the street, you cannot give enough detail. Like, you, yeah, you, exactly. What What's that famous uh, writer that they always say, like, he, he'll spend like three sentences describing a cup of coffee or something. <laughs> like, you know, it, it's, was a, it's true. It's what you have to do. Like Robert Frost, or hey, I don't even know which one they're talking about. He's a nerd. I've only been arrested one time. A radio personality. Professionally, I'm not in the best position that I've ever been in. And hot talk satirizer. You would think with everything that's going on, a Caucasian like myself wouldn't be able to randomly talk to an African-American or a minority. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Wish you could have just flown and had your vehicle arrive a day or two later so you can enjoy more time doing what's important to you? Well, you can. Just give Starfire Transport a call. Let the professionals do the driving while you're flying. Starfire Transport specializes in RV and auto transport. They'll also haul watercraft from boats to PWCs, cargo trailers, and more. Service available throughout the continental United States. So don't wait. Call Brian today at 574-349-4193 or 989-751-6106 for your next move. 10% off for veterans past or present. Also, make sure to tell them Tuttle sent you for an additional discount. That's Starfire Transport. Do you have something you want to say? Hey, what kind of preacher is you? Leave Tuttle a voicemail. Because you're kind of ignorant. Especially if you think he's being an asshole. No mega bitch. Will your hurtful comments offend Tuttle? No, baby. Call the show at 407-270-3044. No, baby. But yeah, no. So up in Canada, though, radio works a little bit differently because everybody thinks like, you guys don't have like true, true freedom of speech up in Canada, no. right? No, we don't. Like, there's not, there's not like a real radio. Um, there is talk radio, but it's CBC, Canadian Broadcasting Corporation, which is. Hey, a, did you? I was on yeah. CBC one time. You were on CBC. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you a link. Okay, it was during okay. one of the, it was during one of the hurricanes that that, that we had. Okay. Okay. And I, was, and I was tweeting some stuff, and and I mean the hurricane. Listen, in Florida, if it's not a category three or a four, like yeah, we're just like fuck, yeah. fuck that pussy ass storm. Yeah. Um, um, but uh I was like playing it up and the CBC, like a producer reached out, was like, Hey, can we get you on? Can you go live? And I, you know how I know how to work the gimmick and stuff. I um <laughs> oh, man, I was I, I was at a that. house, I was at a house by a lake, okay. And it was really windy. It just looked a lot worse than what it really, really was. And the water was coming up. And the way that I had the thing shot, like I was standing in water and they couldn't tell that it was like a lake. I was like, you know, we've had such a storm surge here. And they were live with me. And and really? And yes. I. It was a woman. It was an Indian. It was an Indian type woman um, yeah. on CBC. And like they were just. They thought it was like horrible. And I'm like, this, this storm is, is shit. It's nothing. I mean, but the Canadians were like, oh my God, this great hurricane. And, and, and I made They're sure. They're just happy for the content too, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we got somebody live on scene. This is great. <laughs> yeah. So, so it was, it was great. And they had me on for like five minutes 
And and I made sure I got to a part where like there were some trees that some old trees that maybe got pushed down <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 were like, oh my God, this is great. And they were like, they called me back. They're like, can we can we put this on your on our website and stuff? I gotta find that. It it's out there somewhere. But um it, it was it was kind of funny that I was actually on CBC uh that news. is hilarious. And you want to hear something? This is weird how this ties in. Did you know that Sean Wasson, the news junkie, was also on CBC? Uh what, what was that? There was something that Sean did and they a fell shooting. Oh yeah, no, it was this no, this he did it. Yeah, he did a bit before that he got famous for like something about being trapped on a cruise ship, like when Corona first started, but this was years before you might've heard the drop uh, and actually Dan Stone does it. Or one of the liners is for the news junkie is those heroes who saved Canada one time. And Sean Watson back in the day, he found a story about, or he found online. I don't know if it was kind of like a 4chan or like a Reddit. He found some kids online in Canada who were talking about committing a school shooting. And he, and he was obviously diving way deep into the internet. I don't know how the hell he found it, but he found a chat room where these kids were, were talking about, a shooting and he alerted the authorities and everybody. And then these kids got, uh, uh, it was investigated. The kids were arrested. They found it. They thought, you know, it was legit. And the news junkie, Sean Watson found it. So he was all on the radio up here too, back then. Dude, I, um, he, he, I mean, the name is really true. The news junkie, the guy yeah. is constantly when the last time I was at real radio, he was, he was in there early. And then he, I am, I'm pretty sure he does most of his show prep on his own that's um, a lot of prep yeah and he's constantly and one of the things i've always liked about sean lawson was that um the uh the great idea even jim phillips said he wanted to steal it where the people could leave the uh messages and stuff yeah and the dispatches the dispatches i brilliant I think that is really i think that is really really cool because a lot of people don't like to call into live radio and yeah it's intimidating and yes oh, and they don't yeah. take a lot of calls generally i mean they're always hammering the number, call one triple eight, blah, blah, blah. They're always here, but they take two calls in a three-hour show, four calls, you know, not a lot. So the dispatch is great. Kind of like voicemail service and stuff like that, like a mediocre message with Tom and Dan. You know what throws everybody off? I remember the first time that I called in doing man on the street stuff. That little sound you get right before they put you on the air where it goes, that always throws everybody off. You, you, I, and if you've never called into a talk radio show. Yeah, you, you get you all off, kinds of weird sounds going on in the yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. You, you hear this. It, it goes exactly like this. When you call in and when you know that you're on the air, it goes. That's as close as I can get to the sound. It, it's like a, just like a white noise that you get real quick. And that's when you know it's, it's time to go. Yeah, exactly. You're you're on. You're live on there. Okay, you get a. Do you, do you have a voicemail app title? Yours is just you get the phone number voicemail service for your uh, show. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Vulture takes care of all that. But um, <laughs> I, I mean, I would love to I, listen. I tell people like I I play any voicemail, even if you call in. That's one of the things I learned from Bubble Up Sponge. It's play like, it all. Play it all. He was like the haters go straight to the big, front of the line, man. Let's let's talk. You know. I think that's why a lot of radio sucks is because they don't want to have opposing opinions on there. And that's, that's the good stuff. Yeah, exactly. It is. And, and I wish that I could take the live phone calls. I, I, I eventually, maybe one day I will be able to, but I, I miss that. But that's why a lot of people ask me, I was like, why are you doing two shows a day? I love doing the produce show. Yeah. And then, and then the live stream at night, I did like an hour by myself. 
this podcast has actually made me a better broadcaster in my opinion it has because yeah it's all you right you got to do it yeah. all back back to um voices and stuff uh i i tell people a lot of people is like oh man you don't have a voice for radio but i what what i what i tell people is that in the type of radio that i've always done you you want personality you want interesting yeah. people and and i've always said this and I'm, I'm probably i don't want people to think i'm sucking my own dick or whatever on this but <laughs> i think i do have the most recognizable voice 100 report a radio because last night when i when i was streaming there was this random guy that's doing some work over here and he stayed and staying at the hobo fish camp but he's yeah. in orlando and he heard me talking and he and he just he said tuttle and i was like hey what's up nobody ever recognizes me like just from images it's like when they as hear, soon as they hear voice, your voice yeah they're like oh my what it, they'll usually they'll come up like what do you do and I, and I, as soon as somebody says that i know where they're going but i don't want to seem like a pretentious prick and be like right yes, i'm i'm tuttle from the radio it's like i'm uh, that tuttle <laughs> yeah but um but no i mean do you get like i'm not trying to like you know like i said yeah and there's no and that that's any with voiceover stuff like it actually for me and this is i'm not bragging like i've got just the the baritone standard voiceover guy so I actually will lose a lot of gigs or I'll lose a lot of auditions. Just not that my production isn't good or not that I'm not reading the copyright. It's just that I find when I do lose an, an audition or somebody else beats me out when I thought I've done good, they're, they've got not the standard deep baritone radio voice. It's mm -hmm. even, it's something different, right? And, that, and that's what people are looking for. So there's no such thing as, oh, you've got the radio voice. You should be in radio. No, it's just your inflection as a personality. And like I said, people with different styles of voices, a little bit higher, a little bit lower even a little bit raspy they'll they'll actually they'll beat me out of a lot of auditions just because it's different where my voice is just like your standard you know deep now, voice you know you're my guy right like like I, I i'm i'm always loyal and and you're my guy and and i was afraid Team title. when when i had amy sinha on did you oh did you that, that um, interview the, she was the, from uh, wales. wales 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 yeah the voice of yeah, she girl. had a good voice <laughs> she was well, good well, yeah. no but but i was so afraid because i i told her i'd try to help her out and and i i started playing you know i only played the promo every once in a while but i was like oh man i i maybe i need to talk to josh about this first because i don't want him to be upset but no no thinking, not at all buddy but but then i was thinking if i could get the two of them together yeah exactly we could um, you know maybe maybe she can do some you know like if you need because I mean everybody. I don't know what it is. I am a big Anglophile, and and just having a British female yeah. voice, I'm like all the horny guys that listen to the show would <laughs> exactly. definitely. I mean, nothing against you. I mean, listen, I'll it, if if I had a big gay audience and they were like, man, I love Josh's <laughs> voice, and you, dude. I mean, I, I I we should go with that, man. Like I could imagine like some gay men. Like, would it bother you? Like, <laughs> no, like if somebody came to you, if somebody came to you, Josh, and they were like, we want you to do a read for like an exotic gay porn story. And, it, yes. and it's just audio and, and it's kind of like yeah. ASMR and you're just, you're, you're talking off um, gay men. Would, would you like, if they paid you enough, like, would you be like, you ready for me to uh, blow your mind, buddy? Okay. I've done a gay audiobook. For real? Okay. I have 
Like, give me, give me um, it didn't, um, it actually, it was a horrible experience and it had nothing to do with the content of the book and that the author was gay. Were you the both. pitcher or the catcher? And, and, the, uh, <laughs> I, no, was, for real. I was the narrator. So I started anyway, the guy ended up screwing me and he didn't pay me. I bet he project. did. <laughs> exactly. Bingo. Yeah. The, pro it didn't, it didn't, uh, the project didn't pan out because whatever he had going on his end, but yeah, man, it was filthy gay like i mean like, give me an idea was it like was it, i mean here did you listen to the show the other day whenever i played the audio of the interview about the prison rape no yeah <laughs> dude oh man it was it was weird because the one guy was like begging and and i know look rape is rape and it's bad but like the guy that ended up getting raped was like bugging his cellmate he just said Hey man, let me let me give you or let me suck you, let me suck you, let me suck you. And the guy <laughs> just got annoyed and he was like, Okay, well, the and then he like like tied him up and took his ass. Oh, wow. He was like, he was like, I took the dude's ass. And I was like, if you if you want it, you want to be treated like a woman, I'll treat you like one. And 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 the way he told the story, it was just Holy so shit. no emotion in it. It was just like, Yeah, I I, I tied his hands up with the bed sheet and 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 then the guy that was interviewing him was like asking all these questions. Oh, wow. like, they need to get this guy on the radio somewhere because this is like some Howard Stern type interview. Because <laughs> like he was like at the end he was like, right. "Where did you, where did you ejaculate? Did you ejaculate <laughs> in him or on his back?" And I'm like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Yeah, and, I know. <laughs> and, and the guy was just so monotone. I think that was like a couple of shows ago. Um, but yeah, you should definitely check out that one. But yeah, no, man, I've done it, but I, it was uh, it, it it was as explicit as you can imagine, <laughs> and uh, and that wasn't the part that bothered me. I did. I'll never do an audiobook again uh, after that. It's just so tedious and so long, and editing, 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 have editing. You, have you ever turned down a gig because you didn't like? You didn't think it was a good product or you don't you didn't support the the message no man the, work is work like i just uh i like, i've never like I'll, I'll get political ads like through this through one of the freelance sites like i've done it what is i've gotten two for this is it the don whatever the donald trump party or the what is his um oh the conservatives yeah but not just the conservative party it was like uh the, the freedom party? party of I think they were called like the freedom party of america it was somewhere in the carolinas and i did two reads for them the freedom party of the uh, something what if like the proud, that, but yeah, I don't care. What if, what if the Proud Boys came to you? You've heard of the Proud Boys, right? You know the what? I'd probably draw the line there. I'm I'm all yeah. I'm all for people. Uh, you know, their political beliefs, their political beliefs. But when it comes to racism and oppression, no, I wouldn't touch that. So if the Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan came to you and was like, "Hey, we love your voice. We think <laughs> we can get our membership up," and they're like, "All right, uh, what, what's it going to take?" They <laughs> They, you know, that stereotypical thing, like they, they, they uh, write it, they write it, they write a number on a piece of paper and they fold it up and then they, they push it across the table to you. And they're like, is this number okay? And then you write a number back or you write, go fuck yourself on the piece of paper or something. But is I there a way you, to guarantee nobody knows it's me? <laughs> no, not mean. I mean, if you want to disguise your voice, I mean, can you do like a southern accent at all? Like, I've you know, done like, some. Uh, I've done some reads for southern tap uh, shows before. I actually did a read for a barbecue joint somewhere down in Texas, and I used my fake southern accent like this, and I actually got the gig. I don't know how legit this sounds, but <sighs> how's yeah. that good or? I mean, how do do I sound southern to you though? No, not too uh, once in a while. Uh, but no, you don't sound like you know, you're not like 
Bubba Whoop Ass Wilson Sutter. Where is that guy, by the way? Sidebar. Can you talk to that guy? Uh, he, he... he has not been in the greatest health. He, uh, he's oh, actually, okay. He's actually uh, the co host, or, you know, he's on the Shannon Burke show on Florida Man Radio in oh, Orlando. Oh, no shit. Where, and now in Shannon Burke, where'd he end up? In he, he's Georgia? Well, yeah. He, well, he went to jail for a while, and then <laughs> and then um, was on an AM station. Did you ever did you ever hear about the uh, billboards that they ran after that whole shooting thing went on? No, the controversy. Well, it was him, you know, you know, in his stereotypical. And I'm not. I, I love Shannon. Not saying anything bad, but it was him uh, in his stereotypical biker getup, and he's holding right. a microphone like it's a gun, but there's smoke coming out of the microphone. Okay. And and this is right. Was this after, before the dog shooting or no, after? No, this this is after the dog okay. shooting and him okay. almost killing his wife. Right, right. With, <laughs> with the thing, and and that got a lot of heat, man. Oh my like, god, yeah, that was like national news. Um, but so anyway, he's he went, got the microphone holding the microphone like a gun. He did that after. Yeah, after. Yeah. <laughs> like shock <yeah>. jocking. <laughs> yeah. So, but then he went to Atlanta. And then he came back to do Florida Man Radio uh, um, here in Orlando. They're trying to compete with Real Radio, but their their signal is okay. Is so shit, Bubba so. was on. Bubba They're, was on with Shannon. Uh, yeah, Bubba. Bubba. Yeah, he's on with Shannon Burke now. So. No shit. Um, and Ed Till is on Florida Man Radio as well too. Do you do you have you ever heard? I've of heard Ed? I've heard Dan talk about him. I think Dan worked for him when he first started yeah, at Dan, uh, Daniel Drew, Drew Drew Garabo did as well too. Hmm. And and Ed Till was one of the most hated guys in radio in the state of Florida at one time. Um, I talked about this last night on my stream. Did you ever see the movie Talk Radio? Yes. You know that that Eric Bogosian character. <laughs> you know <laughs> that's um, Ed Till. <laughs> no, no, but from the I I can never get a straight story. But everybody has told me that Eric Bogosian came in and shadowed ed till for a week for the role oh wow for the role and if you have not seen talk radio and you're a fan of talk radio it's it's definitely a great movie because that scene where he goes on that big monologue um and he had those headphones on the one the wireless <laughs> ones with the mic yeah. i mean that was such a great scene Classic. And, and if you notice Ed Till used to do a show pretty much standing up all the time. I Oh, did the he? First, first radio studio that I worked in was with Ron and Fez, and that was a music studio. A lot of people don't know. Most music uh, uh, format studios <clears throat> are stand-up board. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, you're pretty much standing, and that's what I got used to. But Ed Till was very animated. He was like, this is Ed Till. <laughs> and, and 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 he would use his hands a lot and 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 if you notice in the movie the guy was very animated standing up you know using his hands a lot uh and and it, it, that's why i believe the story because i can see the mannerism yeah he was he was shadowing it till <laughs> that's awesome man um and and he used to just like i mean he was the biggest Ravana fan Drew Garabo used to tell me this story that <laughs> when 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 Kurt Cobain died, like he called Drew. He's like, Drew, this is Ed. We have to get into the studio. We're gonna do a retrospective of Kurt <laughs> Cobain's life. 
And and, <laughs> and and this is like a last minute thing. And Drew, you just didn't argue with it with Ed. No, if that's what Ed wanted, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, you just had to do it. And they went in there and they did like a whole like Kurt Cobain tribute type thing. Um, once again, on the line with me right now is Josh Kale. Josh, uh, how can people once again get a hold of you if they want to voice so for stuff? Uh, any of the businesses here, I got to tell you. Yeah, man, hit um, me up. JCVoiceOver.com. JCVoiceOver.com. I actually got a few. Uh, I got a couple gigs from anybody from somebody who heard me on your show. So it's good. It's working. From the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. Man, maybe I would have way more sex partners in my life if I just threw caution to the wind. It's the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let Stitch You Up help you with your logo design. Visit stitchyouup.com or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch you up. Definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Nerd. Radio personality. And hot talk satirizer. You're listening to the Tuttle Podcast. So let's, uh, so how long have you been a paramedic? Okay, yeah, just to switch gears, I guess. So yeah, um, voiceover is my side hustle. Uh, I've never done it uh, full time. Um, I've actually been a paramedic, uh, paramedic since... 1999 is when I first wandered into paramedic school a long time ago. So I've been doing that for, geez, I guess that's 21 years. It's one of those things when you say it out loud. You, like you you've say, had to have seen some pretty fucked up shit. Oh, you? yeah, man. I mean, the worst, uh, the, the worst things you can imagine, right? The, the kids um, stuff would bother me, like, you know, showing up. Yeah, 100%. And, and I always tell people that, like, that's, and of course, that's the, um, that's the one that gets you, right? Is, is dealing with kids who are hurt or, or, or dead. Um, but the one, there's something that's kind of right below the bad call. And for me, and, and, and you've talked very openly Tuttle, about your mental health issues. And I, I talk very openly about mine. I mean, I was diagnosed with PTSD long time ago. Is it from um, all the stuff that you've seen and everything? Yeah, exactly. So in back in 2000, when they, I, I feel obviously I was having issues like mentally, Probably, geez, after four or five years uh, being a paramedic, it was just. But have you been desensitized? And, and not, and not dealing with it. Do, yeah, do you exactly. think you've been de- desensitized? Yeah, like man, now? you have like, to. And like I tell a lot of people, um, is that to be a good paramedic, you have to be a terrible human being. Because you you just you got to do your job, and yeah, yes, exactly. you don't have you don't have time to be emotional or anything. You just you got to get there. You got to get the job done. Now, are you dr- driving the ambulance or paramedic stuff? Or like, I just, so I, I've back? done both. So like I said, I worked, um, so I worked from 2000 to 2013 in the streets, like as a, as a regular uh, oh. paramedic for a municipal so you're service. A walker then. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, um, so at 2013, that's when I was at the end, man, like as far as mental burnout, I was drinking to excess, abusing uh, prescription uh, medication, uh, just everything everything you shouldn't do, you know, and stuff, stuff, stuff you've talked about too, Tuttle. Like, and then I just hadn't dealt with stuff. And so anyway, I knew I was done and I actually looked at getting a, a new career altogether, getting out of EMS 
But then um, I started working remote industrial, and that's what I've done since 2013. So I'm still a paramedic, but uh, it's in the remote industrial setting. Like, you remember the movie The Gray with Liam Neeson, like these guys? Yeah, who, yeah, like, yeah. Fly uh-huh. Yeah, so I work in that type of setting, right? So it's asshole. a pipe. <laughs> yeah, was, but yeah, so that's what I do now. So I don't, once okay. in a while, we'll have a bad call. But yeah, I don't have the, you know, it's not the day in, day out on the ambulance running your ass off 12 hours a day anymore. What movie producer in Hollywood was like Liam Neeson? We are going to make him the biggest badass and in, in, in movie th- like take weird. Him, like I mean that's that I mean if you're talking about voiceover stuff that that uh, uh, um, <laughs> phone call is like I don't know who you are but yeah. I, have a, I have a special or a particular set of skills a set of skills yeah <laughs> and and I will find you some way. Yeah, and exactly. I can't remember the whole thing, but it was a very intense. And like whoever wrote that was like, I mean, now looking back on it, it's kind of corny. Have you ever mm-hmm. noticed that? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of these movies you watch, there's two things. Like when you <laughs> first watch them, you're like, yeah. fuck yeah, that's a badass line right there. And, yeah. and 10 years later, when you go back and, and listen to it, you're like, man, that's bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing goes with CGI, <laughs> though. Yeah, you know, some of it looks really bad when you look back on it. Some of it doesn't look bad either, though. Uh, what am I? Son- my son and I are watching like one of the old Star Wars. Yeah, but that was all practical. Like Return of the Jedi. That was all practical yeah. effects, though. Like, yeah. you know, you look at like, okay, for example, I was just this one. Uh, Peter Jackson, when he did the King Kong movie, okay? Right. Um, At the time, I was like, fuck, man, this is great. And now looking mm-hmm. back on it, you can just see like how, like, I, I don't know. It just doesn't look as good. Now, comparing that to audio. Are we to the point in audio now where you're not going to have that degra- degradation when it comes to audio? Because back in the day, I remember when I was working, it was like mini disc, mini disc On tape. is the future. <laughs> yeah. Mini disc is the future of radio and every mini disc. You know, not a lot of people know this. When I worked with the monsters, I was in charge of keeping up with all the archive until we went digital. Right. Um, and I was the first one that, I claim that I am responsible for Clear Channel going to more of the podcast stuff and iHeartRadio online because I was the first person in that cluster, in that seven radio stations in Orlando. Okay. Said, hey, let's start putting up the shows online. For in a digital format. To, yeah, in yeah. a digital format for people to download. And everybody's like, well, if you want to do it, I mean, it's going to be a lot <laughs> of extra work. And I was like, no, let me do it. And then... They were then people wanted to start sponsoring the podcast. You know, they wanted the to online add, stuff, yeah, the online stuff, and then that then nobody see. I like once again, I'm not s in my own dick here, but what I'm trying to say is that why did I just say s in my own dick? I should have said sucking my own d there. Like I, I left Either in right. the one part that I shouldn't Either have. Right. <laughs> what the? F- what am I doing? Um, but 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 what I'm trying to say though is like. And then all the other shows, like uh, the Phillips Files started putting theirs up, and I'm like, is anybody going to give me credit for this? Like, honestly, like, I I was the first one that did it. You guys thought I was crazy. And then when you guys <laughs> found out that you could make a little bit of money off exactly, of it, buddy. everybody started doing it. And then And then I started getting to the point where if I did not have the fucking podcast up within an hour after the show. People are wondering where it was. People yeah. would start bitching, bitching. I was one of those bitching. people, buddy, because that's how I, yeah, because like I said, it was satellite radio first. That's how I got into TKS. But then, yeah, I was all about the podcast. You know what, Stottle? I actually called into the Monsters. I think you were on. 
Um, and it was when, and I, I got the show off of iTunes or something. It was like when it first came out digital that you probably put out. And I remember Russ was mad, mad. So he's like, how do you listen to the show? And I'm like, oh, I just downloaded iTunes. Like, do you pay anything for that? Nope. Can you support our sponsors? Nope. He's like, okay, we're giving away content. He could tell he didn't like the idea that the content was being given away for free, right? But, and that it was just out there. But if you notice now, that's all they that's do. It. Is I heard as a podcast content. company. That's what they sell themselves as. They were like, no podcast, no podcast. Oh, wait, now we're a podcast company. We love no, podcasts. But, <laughs> but I, mean, I mean, be honest with me, though, Josh. Like, I mean... Uh, am, am, am I crazy by like saying this? Because I, I I don't remember any other like Blair Channel shows pitting out podcasts before I started putting that up there. Because no, the you were it, man. The the reason I bring that up though is that you know the monsters were the only one that were allowed to do this because we ran a best up show every Saturday morning, right? But and we did a five hour show. One mini disc would record an hour worth of show. So. We did, it would take for a whole show, it would be five mini discs to record okay. the whole show. But they gave us a budget where, like, we didn't have to reuse the mini disc. They wanted us to archive everything. And half of our office, I mean, it looked like a hoarder's room because it, <laughs> it had right. mini discs stacked on top of mini discs on top. It was just ridiculous. And then when we got into digitally recording stuff, it made it so much easier. And I um when I got fired in 2010, they it was my own hard drive. Okay, yeah. And this is back in the day where like if you, isn't it funny how storage has gone down? Cheap wise, like if if you got a hundred oh, yeah. gigabyte like storage, like you were paying out the ass for that. Now, like you could get a hundred terabyte. For, like you can get terabyte. <laughs> but um, yeah. I I used my own uh, hard drive and I archived every single second. Of every single show. Oh wow. For five years. And they they didn't want me, they never asked me to archive that. I did that on my own, on my own hard drive. And when they fired me, I it was my hard drive, is what I'm saying. Okay. Right. You're probably I can't I can't I can't help it <clears throat> that you guys weren't like backing this stuff up. I told you and I took it. And and they were like, Hey, where's all the stuff? And I'm like, what, I mean, it's my hard drive. Well, and well, fast forward when I was on Bubba's show, Bubba was like, no, no, you can't do that. Uh, you know, because I told him about it. And Bubba ended up paying me, uh, he gave me a thousand dollars for that hard drive. <laughs> and, and, and he sent it to Russ. But now they fucking hate each other. Well, I don't know if they hate each other now, but like Bubba was trying to be nice. He was like, man, you can't take people's content. I'm like, dude. Oh, so I did Bubba bought it from you and gave it to Russ. Wow. Yeah, so so yeah, I made a thousand bucks off of that, but um, you know, like nobody was believing me. It was like we got to archive all this stuff, and and like I was very detailed. Like I kept notes. I could search for things. Like if you back when we had mini disc, I'd have to go digging through it, and then when it all became digital, I was able to pull up stuff immediately. Yeah, you can find it. Yeah. So man, I know a lot of people are probably like, "Oh, fuck these audio nerds," um, <laughs> but um. Uh, uh, this was an interesting conversation. I, I really do think the radio nerds were, are really, really going to enjoy this. Yeah. So uh, once again, anytime Justin, you want to have me on, buddy, yeah, I'm, I'm happy dude, to be on you, anytime. Let, yeah. Motherfucker, you have an open door policy. Okay, cool. Yeah, and you know what no, I mean, I, we I, can do? Um, I, I've, I've, I've really enjoyed your content with Naomi Bradshaw in terms of uh, mental health issues. Like we kind of scraped on here. Maybe next time, you know, we can get 
into maybe with Naomi and, and uh, yeah, talk more about mental health. Cause I've had a journey, buddy, like you and like, Naomi, like I've had a journey. And, 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 and the reason I asked, if you listen to the show, like if you like on your own, if you hear some like funny drops of mine that you, you can use to like, you know, <laughs> fuck me in the ass with or whatever, um, have at it. Like, if you want to make fun of me, like I'm being dead serious. Like, I I'm all, all all for that. Like if there's like any drops or anything you can think of, and I'm not saying that you, it's only if you have time, but like, if you, yeah, but absolutely something stupid that you can make fun of me for production wise, I have at it, man. Absolutely. Like, bring, it, bring it. I want it brought. Um, uh, and then we were talking about the uh, previous, this is the, I've been ripping off a little and I'll admit it all radio. Okay. Guys rip off each other right I, I, you know like the disclaimer that we're running now the only reason i'm running the disclaimer is real radio used to run the disclaimer all the time i i kind of took that from them yeah before every then, show yeah yeah and then and then the previously uh bubba used to run a promo or does still run a promo uh before the show starts previously on the bubble oh, okay. and, and, and then and then and then it's a clip from the previous day and then it goes into what's going on you know it, it kind of like yeah, refreshes and kind of keeps people up. Then that's kind of what I was talking about. Like a donut, it doesn't have yeah. to be having music, but just you know, kind of like previously on the Tuttle Daily podcast, and then I could you know do like a thirty second clip, and then and then at the end it could be and, and now the Tuttle Daily podcast. Or you know, you're you're the pro. Yeah, I like it, buddy. We'll definitely do it. I mean, I don't know. What do you, I mean, do you have any other ideas? Like what, what can I be doing to, to, you know, make the show? No, I, I, I like what you're doing, buddy. Um, I wouldn't add any more commercials. Um, and we're keeping short commercials. Can... And I know that yeah. I'm not, listen, if you notice, since I've added more commercials, I'm doing longer shows. Yeah. You know, uh, if I'm going to play more, if I'm getting more sponsors and I'm going to start doing longer shows because yeah, exactly. that's the thing about podcasts. People, people listen to podcasts cause they don't want to do commercials. And I only run one commercial, usually about 30 seconds with a, a liner coming in, a liner coming out. Yeah. My, my, my commercial breaks are not that long at all. Uh, so, but yeah, I do agree with you. I, I, that was the last thing I wanted my podcast to be is a, a big too commercialized guy. yeah yeah because that's kind of like why people like podcasts right because it's more conversational oh, okay but i mean the thing is i mean i well i'm not even gonna say it because then people are gonna be like well why advertise well, it was like people can fast forward through this shit if they want to anyway don't talk about it <laughs> I, I i know but that, i'm just saying that and so have you title have you listened to an adam carolla podcast lately i don't know if you've ever listened to adam carolla. Always, um, I, I i i loved him i i thought him and dr drew had some of the best chemistry yeah, and they um, still do a show, which is great. But what I'm what saying is, like, when I, I lost down, a lot I, of res I lost a lot of respect for Doctor Drew though at the beginning of this pandemic because he was like, "Oh, this is just the flu." This is yeah, just the they flu. would. Yeah, you know, it's funny you say that, but I was having the same thought because I mean, I wasn't buying into the fear and hype that much, but but it's Drew worse than the flu. It's worse. Yeah, it is. Flu. It is, and it's new. But Drew and Adam, they were like, "Wow," they were really pushing back i think they've i think they've curbed that a little bit now you know and drew got it i don't know if you listen like drew dr drew pinsky actually got COVID and he was hospitalized and he was in bad shape ironically yeah well i mean yeah i mean it, it it's definitely i mean I, it, it's funny how oh, man we can save this for another show man but uh 
uh, it, it just it's become politicized here in the United States. It's like, you know, back in World War II, I've talked about this. It's like everybody did in America. They did their part to fight the Nazis. Yeah, now, exactly. There's people that wear a fucking mask. It's like, ooh, <laughs> my civil liberties are being denied. And it's like, it's a private business. Like, that's the other thing I don't get. People, when they walk into Walmart or any of these places, they're like, oh, my, my civil rights are being disrespected. No, bitch, this is my business. If I don't want I can to run my business, business how I want. Yeah, exactly. And that's the same thing. Like, do I believe that there needs to be a law set for social media? Yeah. Um, but it's right now it's their playground and a lot yeah, of people are getting exactly. pissed off about Trump getting kicked off. I mean, read the terms and services of, of agreement before you sign up for social media. It says right there, they can kick you off for anything they want to. Exactly. It's their platform. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Josh, I enjoyed this conversation, man. Um, I hope all is well. And I can't thank you enough for making my show sound legitimate. No problem, but I appreciate it. Like I said, yeah, if anybody wants some voiceover work done, go to jcvoiceover.com. And you're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. And that's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Like, share, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast is brought to you by the Vapor Shades Hobo Fish Camp. You want some cool ass sunglasses? Check out vaporshades.com. Also brought to you by Starfire Transport, stitchyouup.com, pocketpairclub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Lamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions, facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceover.com. That guy's got a damn sexy voice. You should hire him. Check out jcvoiceover.com. If you want to help support the show, go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? Or do you just want to let Tuttle know he's being a dickhead? Tuttle at gmail.com. That's Tuttle with two Ds at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail at 407-270-3044. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?